Reignite on RTE Radio 1 with AIB. It takes a certain kind of brave to run a business. We see it, we back it. Now, many of us will have to rethink our careers, reinvent ourselves, retrain in order to stay working. Professional sports people are no different when they hit retirement. So what can we learn from them hitting a reset button? Joining us is Jamie Heaslip, one of Ireland's most decorated international rugby players who now operates as an entrepreneur, investor and executive coach. Jamie, we've had a lot of people contacting the show wondering if their skills will be transferable mm. to a new project or career. What have you taken from the rugby pitch? to the workplace uh, it's a good question you know I, I th- like everyone comes from very different backgrounds different skill sets um, experiences uh, you know all that sort of thing and I think um, it's it's the want and the mindset to to want to adapt and change or, or maybe necessarily they have to because they a lot of people have lost their jobs over the last uh, uh, six months but it's um, yeah it's a challenging time for a lot of them in terms of the skill set, you, you know, bringing from uh, rugby uh, into the professional world, <clears throat> I'm still figuring that part out, if I'm honest. Um, even though I'm, I'm retired now two years, um, I've, talking to a lot of players who have finished up over the last while, it's, it takes you a bit of time to realise. You need, you need a bit of distance from, from that bubble of rugby. Um, they're, they're literally in a bubble right now, even, for example, in terms of keeping the players uh, healthy and safe so they can get games going again. But you know, when you get that distance, you realize, okay, you know, well, I realized, okay, what what did I do for the last 20 years? And and that's, you maintain kind of being part of a high performance team and, you know, looking after yourself, your own time management, there's all those different skill sets that we can, you can get into, but essentially, you know, being part of good and bad teams and then seeing what the common commonalities were in terms of the different rituals and habits that they had to to get them to that sustainable kind of um, successful output. I imagine in all of that, you have to be willing to always be curious, always yeah. be learning. I noticed you had tweeted a quote from Oprah two weeks ago. We can't <laughs> Why become, did you pick Oprah? <laughs> we can't become what we need to be by remaining what we are. Is, are you someone who is just always learning? I think you have to. I, I, um and I, I, a lot of people who might have, uh, let's say, had a, a fixed mindset in the last six months, that's been challenged. That that belief that you might have had of, well, I did it this way, it always worked, it's always going to forever work, that, that's been challenged. And if you're of the fixed mindset, you're, you're, it's going to be difficult for you. And I think um, if you, you realise that that belief might not necessarily serve you that well, going forward, maybe then a, a growth mindset might be better for you. And so what does that look like? like for me, I'm, I'm, I'm curious by nature. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm always, you know, you have Bobby Healy was speaking earlier. Um, I'm actually going down there. I think it's uh, this week or next week I'm going down there because um, I've been curious about that whole drone world and how it's going to change things, particularly for local communities um, and, and from a sustainability point of view as well. But yeah, no, it, it's... Um, it's, it's, yeah, I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> I, I think people will relate to that, like going from maybe a, yeah. a fixed mindset to a growth, a growth mindset. mindset. But I think what people will also relate to and maybe have a question about is going from a very structured place where you have routines, you know, as rugby professionals, yeah. then into the world you're in now where you have to be a self-starter. Like what have been some of the tangible learnings, things that maybe you had to change in your mindset? Well, that's actually a really good question. Uh, one thing I realise is that I crave structure. And in a really weird way, you're somewhat institutionalized because, again, for 20 years, 
someone's telling you where to be. Someone's telling you, okay, this is the training that we're doing. You didn't even have to think about training. You turned up and you're given your program. Um, you know, and once you got into the actual, the real professional setup, you're looking at their handout four week schedule at a go. And it's like, be here, do this, say that, you know, and wear, literally wear this uh, and eat this. They'd hand you your food. So everything's done for you. So when you, when, when all of a sudden it finishes and it finishes very, very quickly, um, it's kind of left to you. So I, I realized, okay, I crave structure. So I try and live by my diary. I try and put things, if it doesn't go in the diary, it doesn't happen for me. If I don't have a list of things to do, it doesn't get done. Um, and I find that, that that works for me. And you bring those skills through, you bring, you bring that process through because when I start looking back at rugby and I go, okay, what did it look like for me when I was at my best? Um, what were the habits, the rituals, the processes that I was, I was, I was doing and, and how can I bring those strengths now into what, what I'm doing now? Or, or how can I um, kind of empower the people that I'm working with for them to see what their strengths are when they're at their best so to help them go yeah. forward. And you mentioned, so there's mindset, there's structure, there's keeping the process. In all of that, then there's just trying to figure out what do I want to do with the rest <laughs> of my life? You did a Google internship as part of that uh, process. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah the, the, the question of what for people today, like where and how um, do you start as someone trying to figure out the two in all of this? I think... Um, I, I don't know if the question should be what you want to do. It it should be more like, for me, it's more like, who do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and kind of work from that perspective. So, you know, when you're, when you're, when it's all said and done and, you know, you're six feet under, what, what do you want people to say? You, they're not going to talk about like, oh, he did a great job as a line manager in such a, such. it's like, they want to, you know, who, who, like, and there's nothing wrong with doing that job. It's just like, but who do you want to be? And, and what are the kind of the guidelines and values and the legacy that you want to leave behind and, work, and kind of work from that pers- that's how I work anyway and that for me that gives me a lot more um, kind of balance fulfillment and then it's kind of trying to fit in kind of processes and guidelines around that that would help you then go on that journey because that the thing about the journey is it can go all over the shop um, and you'll get a lot of different experiences from it uh, example you know I, I came out of rugby. I've I worked for you know full time what thirteen fourteen months in Google, um, and now I've kind of gone out on my own, um, and and I'm and I'm I'm enjoying it. But it, again, it's a challenge, and you never know. In in ten years time, I could be doing something completely different, and and that's just part of the journey. But I I'm going to stay within the kind of the rails of kind of my values, I suppose, that will help guide me. Yeah, and it's something we talked about in Reignite One, that idea of our generation will have five career changes. Yeah. But if you know who you want to be and why you do what you do, it makes it a little bit easier. In all of that, I'm, you meet a lot of startups now, invest in them. Is that one of the first questions you ask them is, who do you want to be? Or are you looking at the idea? Like, what, what's the heart of the, the idea you're trying to get to, to invest in it? Uh, good question. Um, I kind of ask of like, yeah, well, yeah, I try to tell me like I'm five because with a lot of these guys, you know, they have some really good hardcore skills in a specific space and, you know, it's it can be a little bit lost on me and I'm like, oh, yeah, tell me like I'm five, boil it down, real basic and let's let's start from there and then and then go to the macro view, go to the long-term view of where it's going to be. Um, again, using Bobby, for example, I'm sure he, he's kind of started out with that kernel idea but then figuring out, okay, where, where can this go, you know, and, and what are the hurdles? Is it realistic or not? Um, and then once you kind of, once the idea and the innovation part is kind of looked at, I personally, I look at the person or it could be co-founders, for example, I look at the team and I kind of go, okay, 
you know, is it a good team? I know what a good team looks like. I know the kind of elements that make that up. And then when it comes to the person, you know, what are they about? What are their values? What's their value system like? What's, um, you know, what are their habits? What's their experience? You know, what's their competency in it? Um, you know, how do they behave? We, you know what I mean? And, and, and how does that translate? Because they're like, if they're, let's say it's two founders, they're going to, going to be the ones that are establishing that culture. Uh, it's going to be very reflective of who they are. And, um, you know, I've seen what a bad team looks like. I see, I've seen what a great team looks like. And I, I, I want to be part of that great team and help that great team kind of flourish and, and create. And, and that's how I think you'll be, you'll be a lot more successful that way. I think people will be heartened listening to you that it is about people and their passion. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm conscious also you grew up in Nace Kildare. Yeah. Um, people listening today, businesses struggling, staff of those businesses, a time of uncertainty. You've been involved with businesses having to pull the lever, the yeah. plan B in recent weeks. What makes great leaders in this moment, great business owners? Um well, with your own team, you've got to have, like, like, it's tough. It's really tough. Like, I'll never forget, um, you know, when, when the hammer came down on pubs back in March, you know, we had to let go of 70 people overnight across two pubs. And that's only two pubs. Um, we didn't even look, like, God only knows how many people in the restaurant uh, world. I think it's something like five, it was a 5,000, 7,000 employees across um, the publican world anyway. And that's a lot of people. And, and talking to my parents, literally talking to my parents yesterday, my mom rang me because I was meant to go down on Monday with my, um, uh, with my daughter to see them. And uh, she's obviously like, well, put the kibosh on that. That's, that's not happening now. Um, and, you know, they, they're... They're quite positive because not that it doesn't affect them, you know, they can still go to um, the shops and get food and, and, and so still go on their walks. As long as they can go on the walks, they're happy. But when it comes to the restaurants and it comes to the pubs and it comes to all the other, like the gyms, all these other places that have been infected, out of the blue with no consultation, it's going to be tough. Um, and I've seen a lot of frustration and I can understand that, um, particularly from our own point of view with the recent changes of uh, 11 o'clock and pubs still shut and no communication again with them. Um, with your own team, I think you've got to communicate. And I think that's, if, if people don't have uh, certainty or they don't have, um, they can't relate or they don't see a seam of fairness, that's where conflict arises. And I, and I think that's what has happened. And so I think a lot of people are frustrated, but come back to the point of what should they do? Communicate with their team and uh, do the best that they can. It's, it's tough because it's all of a sudden they're still in shock mode. So they probably have to revert back to what they did in March in terms of, you know, okay, okay, how do we, how do we get our costs right back down here? How do we manage here? Okay, can we, can we do the, did they keep the take at home uh, kind of takeaway trade going? I know a lot of restaurants pivot into that. Can they keep it going? You know, it's basically going back to square one, but for some of them, there is no option. It's literally close the doors and they have to wait to get the green light again. And that's probably the most frustrating thing out of a lot of them. And what seems to be at the heart of that is good, honest, transparent communications yeah. as a business leader, yeah. which is something you learn a lot when you're training as an executive coach. And I'm struck, but that's something you, with your curiosity and learning, have been training yeah. as now. Is that something you imagine doing one to one with people who <laughs> want to pivot, take career no. changes? Or is it, yeah, is it going to be a philosophy, just something you're bringing um, into it's, businesses? It's definitely, so, sorry, when you asked, like, is it something that I thought I was going to be doing? Anya, I swear to God, no. Um, because I, 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 I don't know why I, I never saw myself in that space, but then I just over the years have been pulled more and more towards um, trying to help people kind of really just partner with them to kind of empower them to kind of unlock their potential, maximize their performance and allow them to be the best version 
of themselves, whatever that is, right? And and I love working with um, high performers in, in business and in sport because, you know, it's the world that I, I, I know most. I, business is, is uh, I love the challenge of business because actually it, it cha- people think sport changes really, really quickly. It actually, it, it doesn't at times. Business, I feel, changes a whole lot quicker. Um, just because of the dynamics of a marketplace, how quickly it can change. Sport, you kind of get a season or two where a team might get a competitive advantage. Then people cop on. And then everyone is back to a level playing field. Ireland being an example in kind of 2018-19 season. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I, I love it. It's, it's, it's really energetic. Um, it's something that I, I've kind of done informally for the last 10 years. And, and now I'm formally doing it. And um, I, yeah, I, I love it. It's, it's really energetic um, and really challenging, which is, you know, gets the mental brain kind of thinking as well. Great. Well, the very best of luck with all of your endeavours. I love that expression of helping people find the best version of themselves. Thank you, Jamie Heaslip. Okay, a reminder, you can follow us at ReigniteRTE on Twitter and Instagram or use the hashtag ReigniteRTE. Coming up, we'll be getting some practical advice on how you can test those ideas, get some important learnings and move fast without spending very much money. Email reignite at rte.ie.